Hey everyone, producer Dave here. Uh, check out our other podcasts. We have The Plex, our flagship show, which is a weekly news roundup. We have Local Love, which is interviews with local Bay Area bands. Uh, speaking of local, we also have Down Ballot, which is our Bay Area local news podcast. And we have How the Tech Are You, which is obviously a tech podcast. Enjoy the show. The focus on ridicule. I'm white and I've got everything I need. No one clutches their presses when they're in a room alone with me. And I can drive for any neighborhood I please. At any hour, and the police don't do a thing. So if I see a penny on the ground, I leave it alone and fucking flip it. I'm a straight white male in America. I got everything I need. I'm a guy getting paid more than a girl with a degree. And I can walk down the streets after dark, no one wants to rape me. And I can get a girl pregnant and just as easily flee. Just like my straight white male dad did to me. So if I see a penny on the ground, I leave it alone and fucking flip it. I'm a straight white male in America. I've got all the luck I need. I've got a pile of broken mirrors and I'm walking under ladders and I'm spilling tons of salt, but to me that doesn't matter because my skin and my gender and my orientation are the best things to have if you live in this nation. I recommend it highly. a penny on the ground I leave it alone and fucking flip it I'm a straight white male in America I've got all the luck I need Shit's gonna work out for me Cause I'm a straight white male in America I've got all the luck I need Hey everybody, welcome to the Intellectual Dollar Tree We do the show live every Wednesday at 7pm Pacific Right here on Twitch, twitch.tv slash echoplexmedia. Uh, you can find us other places too, I suppose, now that we can multi-stream. But, um, you know, Twitch is where it's at, especially as it gets later. But that's that's a different matter entirely. Um, HK won't be joining us this week. He is on adventures. And by adventures, I, I believe he's moving. Moving sucks. But getting a new place is awesome. So uh, best of luck to him while he's moving. Um, you can support this project at echoplexmedia.com. Just go there and click on the support tab. There are uh, numerous ways uh, to support this project. You can pick your favorite. I, of course, hope that you buy some merch, especially the new Galaxy Brain t-shirt. Pretty cool. Got a bunch of new stuff coming in 2024. New logos for most of the shows, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I'm producer Dave. Uh, you can find me on Grindr. Uh, this week, we found a guy. His name is Andrew Gold. We found him by looking into something else entirely. But who boy is his theory, or is his theory, is his series called Heretics right in line with what we're doing here on the Intellectual Dollar Tree. And for a while, I've been trying to do a, a Graham Lenahan, Lenahan, Graham Lennon. I don't know how the fuck you say his last name. I've been trying to do a video about his downfall. Um, what happened to him, uh, well, maybe I'll just play it first. What happened to him was he uh, 
ended up choosing his uh, bigotry against trans people uh, over his family. He decided that uh, he was just going to uh, not listen to his wife and his his uh, his kids about his behavior, and uh, so uh, they stopped t- talking to him. And uh, here's him on something called Nolan Live, uh, whining about that, talking about it. I don't know. It's a little little bit of background for what we're about to watch. To fight this, but it must feel like a lonely place, and it must hurt, and it must mess you up. Yeah, yeah. You know, they took everything from me, you know. Like what? What do you mean? They took my, they took my, my family, you know. You know, before this, I all I was doing was, you know, writing comedy and playing board, board games and, and, set, and being silly on the internet. And then I just said, no, hang on a sec. Stop calling these women TERFs. Stop sending them abuse. Let them speak. And for that, they, they just destroyed me. No, 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 no. I mean, that's not really fair. Like you're, you know, people talk about like unconditional love or whatever. Love is actually not unconditional. And if you fucking jump the shark, maybe your family going to be like, bye. And that's what happened to him. Or that's what they chose to do. That's sort of the backdrop to this. Uh, Here is him on the Andrew Gold show. Again, we found Andrew Gold because we were looking into the ex-Scientology community. That's pretty weird. This just um, is more evidence for my grand unified potato theory. Basically, every dumb fucking thing we cover is actually the same thing as all the other dumb fucking things we're covering. So here's, um, this is called the world's most canceled man with, uh, as he's known on Twitter, uh, Glenner. You've had a torrid last few years. Some people aren't aware of all this stuff. Are you able to take us through? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I essentially just uh, basically started standing up for women's rights and, and got, um, you know, the popular, popular phrase for it is cancelled. Mm. Um, because That's a word, uh, not phrase. Uh, at the moment, being a supporter of women's rights is extremely unfashionable. <laughs> yeah, it seems so. Do you remember the very first time that you dipped your toe into this and how the reaction was? I can't remember the first time, but I do remember that I was my a kind of a har harbinger of is a harbinger or harbinger, but a harbinger is it is now uh, was you know I like to tweet you know it was only then I realised that there was an entire kind of class of people online who were kind of keeping an eye on people's likes and seeing what they were 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 you know um, man discovers what it's like being famous on Twitter. And it was literally a tweet saying, you know, uh, people with gender dysphoria need the best care you can possibly get. Um, uh, and at the same time, women need single sex spaces, you know, and I like that tweet. And it immediately started going out. Glinner is a turf. Glinner is my Twitter name. Uh, and rather, you know, a lot of people, you know, because the pushback is so vicious, a lot of people, um, uh, they they get scared and they back off it but uh i i didn't have an employer uh i've always been a freelancer um so there was no one to tell me to stop so except your wife and kids and then you told them no possibly in a foolhardy way just kept going you know but you know i'm right (laughs) (laughs) you know and i won't lie 
Yeah. Um, and at the moment, there's intense pressure on people to, to lie. Yeah. Uh, and I won't do it. It's a such a, it is such a strange one because <laughs> for me, I don't even have to say what side I am or if, even if I agree with you or, or whatever because I think it's irrelevant because the main point is that you're allowed to express your opinion as long as you're not saying these people should be killed or whatever. And yeah, but that's the thing is other people are allowed to express their opinion too. This is the same old shit, man. It doesn't matter who's talking about this stuff. It's always the same thing. It's always like, I talk, you listen. And if you talk back, well, now you have undid the thing that I just said, but that's not true. If you talk back to somebody, they actually still said the thing they said. It's just more speech. Talking back to people is just more speech. Criticism is just more speech. And you're not, you, you're actually saying these people need a lot of care and help. Something similar to what JK Rowling has said. Yeah, that's called concern trolling. It's, it's, <clears throat> I would be on your side because this part of it is right, except for this other part, which is the thing that you actually care about. Why? Has there been so much attention on you and J.K. Rowling and very few other people who are saying probably much more extreme things? Oh, because we, uh, but two reasons. First of all, is the first reason is that both of us are impeccably left-wing. Uh, no, 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 no. It's because you're famous. More people see what you're doing because you're famous. The cancel uh, wow. culture doesn't come after people who are uh, right wing. They come after left wingers. It's a it's a movement that tries to destroy heretics within the within. Interesting. Yeah. And second, heretics. That's the name of this guy's show, by the way. Heretics podcast. Um, you, that's not it. It's that um, it's that people who are uh, not bigots don't like you because you're a bigot. We both wrote things that were kind of beloved by the generation that was trying to cancel us. It's almost like a getting back at mum and dad thing. Um, and uh, It's almost yeah, like getting back at mum and get the fuck out of here. The fact that we, 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 they couldn't get us on anything. Uh, you know, I've always been <clears throat> very active on issues like climate change and, and abortion. There was nothing they could use against me. So, um, yeah, that's when you're the biggest target. You this know? is like, this guy thinks that like some fucking cancel culture mob was like waiting, just waiting in the wings for him to fuck up so bad that his wife stopped talking to him. <laughs> the bigger, the bigger, the, you know, the, the more kind of um, uh, boxes you tick as a good progressive, uh, the harder they come for you. I suppose if we're thinking, I always do this, I, I'm guilty of always looking at evolutionary reasons for things uh, and just guessing stuff. But I suppose that in your tribe, if there was somebody who disagreed a bit, you'd you'd have a reason to really want to kick them out. Whereas if there was just a totally different tribe, you're not that That's bothered. It's not evolution, but okay. That's a good point. And then, and also, you know, you see that the, the biggest kind of uh, differences that people have, what's that phrase? The, the bigotry of small differences. Oh yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the situation in Northern Ireland where, you know, you have two people who are divided only by, you know, almost a, 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 a random occurrence, which is they happen to be born Catholic, happen to be born Protestant. And oh, you're not born a particular religion, though. That's not really how that worked. They were born to Catholic families or Protestant families. And, you know, we have we euphemistically call the period in uh, Northern Ireland that he's referring to as the Troubles. Uh, but it was, um, there were a lot of, it was, it was pretty explodey and shooty, right? It was like, um, it was like almost a civil war in the United Kingdom. But, you know, it was just the, the bigotry of small differences. You hate, you know, they, they 
there was a time when they hated each other more than any other group in the world. And it's kind of crazy. But yeah, it's a, um, I think you're right. I think the, it's it's the thing of trying to keep the tribe pure, you know, that meant that. No, 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 no. It's called taking out your own trash, Graham. Graham, you were the trash and you got took out. They had to go. But also, you know, part of the problem is, is that the propaganda that they so carelessly spread trans, trans rights activists is that people like me and her who want to protect single sex spaces and want children to not be uh, experimented on with, with, with drugs that have had no uh, long-term studies. Uh, the thing I, the thing I don't like about this is that uh, this, so this, he's going to, Andrew Gold's going to have this guy on. And I looked at the rest of his stuff. In fact, during the post game last week, we watched him in a non Oliver, uh, kind of glad hand making fun of trans people. Well, not really making fun of trans people saying bigoted things about trans people. So, we watched that, and so this is the next one we're watching. Do you suppose this Andrew Goldfellow is going to have on a child development specialist or um, someone from the medical or psychological community to talk about this and talk about the current state of play and the best practices as understood by the people who study these matters? Or do you think he's never going to do that like all the rest of these motherfuckers? I think it's the second one. Mm uh they uh uh oh god uh yeah the 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 thing they do is they tell um other people other trans people other allies that we hate them and we want to kill them and the language they use is is kind of like this kind of boiling heat uh uh genocide transgenocide is used a lot you know phrases like this and like they, how does this guy think genocides start they start they start when you other people it's the first step you have to other people that's the first step um i don't know if people are saying that he's calling for that specifically i think they're just like dude you said a bunch of bigoted things about this you wouldn't back down on it you wouldn't apologize and then your family left you and we think that's rather funny and so we're going to make fun of you but forever actually trying to convince this often very vulnerable group of people that we want them dead, you know? Uh, so yeah, it's kind of a consequence of, um, of that like Bunsen burner that's underneath the conversation, you know? How did you feel? I want to get into how you felt when this started happening to you. I mean, the, the, what we uh, cancellation is, is a, I find it a boring word because it's just overused. It doesn't mean anything anymore. Just what does that mean? Oh, canceled. What actually happened to you and how did it make you feel? You find well, you it. Know, you find I, that I, word to be um, kind of boring. Yet here it is in your title: "The World's Most Cancelled Man." I was just saying things that people have said for a hundred years. You know, since the suffragettes won, you know, rights for women, that women need single-sex spaces and they they deserve fair sports, and and uh, men have certain. Uh, uh, advantages that uh, you know women don't have, and and that's just guy on the body. Any sanctioning body for a women's sports? Because I think um, our position on women's sports is like there are at the uh, and by the way, this only matters at the very top of the layer cake too, right? Most people, for most people, playing sports is a way to make friends, to have fun, uh, to have some kind of camaraderie with other people, to to exercise without it having to be on a fucking treadmill. Like most people that play sports or do sports are not at like the pinnacle. They're not doing it professionally. And, but at the pinnacle, 
then we have sanctioning bodies for uh, all of these different sports. And I figure that they have uh, thought about these matters deeply and have consulted the relevant experts and will tend to make the right decisions. Um, but it's not my decision. Taken into account when, you know, talking about things like sports. And it was just considered the most offensive thing that I could have said. And I was saying things that I knew my friends agreed with. I knew we'd all, you know, we'd all just assumed all this stuff to be true for our whole lives. And yet, rather than kind of backing me up and saying, Graham isn't saying anything weird here, I was just kind of abandoned, you know? <laughs> well, you know what? Hey, I think they thought you were wrong or they were like, hey, man, why are you dying on this hill? This is not a hill you need to die on. And if you are going to die on this hill, we're going to not stand on this hill with you while you do it. And uh, I would I would speak to people. I would just say, you know, will you just say, you know, just something along the lines of women deserve fair sports? And of course, it's not a mad opinion. And I absolutely refused. You know, people would refuse. And it was like, I couldn't understand it. And, and it was only after being so completely uh, monstered and, and frozen out of uh, my business and, or, or my, you know, comedy writing and so on, that I kind of realized um, uh, no one was going to, no one was coming along, you know? So in the end, I had to write a freaking book to explain my, position because it's so often um uh it's so often misinterpreted or deliberately misconstrued uh i've had i'm fond of saying this because it's it's it's, it's so extraordinary to me 75 plus hit pieces written about me by by pink news you know um i've been criticized by the media for my behavior because i don't uh agree with what i think is a very regressive homophobic and and most of all misogynistic um uh set of beliefs great how do gay people how do gay and lesbian and bisexual people and feminists uh, feel about the matter because poll after poll self-described fem self-described feminists are like uh you know a two to one sometimes three to one in um in favor of trans rights uh gay lesbian and bisexual people uh, the polling numbers i think are higher because we understand the type of bigotry that is being uh, hurled at trans people. Uh, you just change out a couple of the fucking couple of the fucking adjectives and fucking nouns. And it just may as well be the same shit they were saying about me 30 years ago, oh, man. Speaking to you just before off camera, I mean, the first thing that you just said to me was, you know, I got, I got a round of applause. I hope you don't mind me saying I got a round of applause. I need to message my mum. It's, Meeting you, it's, it's standing ovation. <laughs> no, but it's instantly clear that this is this has been a really turbulent time for you, and that you're incredibly emotional. It's still very raw for you. You're very emotional about yeah, it. Yeah, it's 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 sometimes, um, and also you know because of the stress of when your book comes out, you you uh, <clears throat> you know I'm not sleeping uh, uh, great at the moment, so you get a bit emotional and weepy, you know, uh, and I have to guard against it because otherwise I'll I'll be doing it all the time, you know. Um, but yeah, I, it, it makes me emotional and I'm, I'm extremely moved when, you know, as happened at the interview today, people stood up for me, you know, it's, it, it means the world, you know, and you know, most of, most of the day is spent reading about what a terrible monster I am. So when, when 
something like that happens, yeah, it's very special. My mum will be delighted. What is it like for your mum? Because it's I know from experience that when you start getting into these things, your mum starts, one's mum starts clipping the things and it's all very exciting. You, you know, you, you would... A, a she national wouldn't be icon. clipping any of the <laughs> things that have been said recently about me. Yeah, no, it was tough. It's been tough on them. You know, they, they don't understand it. And you try and say to them, they, they're literally saying that men who have a penis are lesbians. Yeah. And it's the UN said that. What? The UN said that. Yeah. It's it's homophobic. It's homophobic. No, it's not. They don't, it, like a lot of people who encounter this subject, they don't quite believe it's happening in a weird way. Mm -hmm. It's like- well, I bet that's because of the way that you're relaying it to them isn't really accurate. And so they're like, are you sure? Like, that doesn't sound right. And that's because I think the way he's probably relaying it to them in an inaccurate way. But when you're the fucking main character of the story, I guess you got to tell yourself you're the hero. You know, my mom is always like, you know, can you not, can you not just stop talking? About it? You know, <laughs> even his mom was like, dude, you could just shut the fuck up actually. It's like, no, I can't like, you know, it's the only way I can protect my daughter is by trying to destroy this. That you know what's amazing? I think his daughter doesn't talk to him anymore. Wider level on a if wider I'm not mistaken. stage, because mm. I can't follow her around the place and make sure that every single sex space. She well, you, I, I think she doesn't want you around. I, I think is is intact, and she'll be safe in there. So you have to address it on a wider level, so that you know, girls like my daughter will be safe. You know, and yeah, so so. You did, know, did, I think his daughter, if I'm not mistaken, she's grown, so she's a woman. Why you started speaking out, having your, your daughter? Definitely, yeah, definitely. I de dedicated the book to my daughter because it's all for her, you know? And, um, you know, as I say, she, she because they're kids, she's 18. My son so she's not a kid. Because they're kids, they don't know that this stuff is abnormal. They think they've grown up in it, so they just think this is what the world is like. And it's, I, I, that's I, so I, crazy that your teenage kids have to explain to you that, Hey dad, this is actually just the way the world works. Um, sorry. Want them to know that this is completely unprecedented. This has never happened before in the history. There's never been such a concerted attempt to destroy the meaning of fundamental words like woman and man, you know, the, the, I, it is a uh, assault on uh, on our sanity, you know, and that's what I kind of um, want them to know that it's it's it it it's not the way the world works. Uh, it's just a kind of consequence of uh, well broadband, you know <laughs> that that like ideas that are sometimes incredibly crazy spread so quickly now. Uh, and we don't really know how to inoculate ourselves against some of these terrible ideas, you know? Apparently, Being such a giant piece of shit that your family doesn't want to talk to you certainly seems not to be working so well for you. Yeah, he just, yeah, somebody in chat was like, did he just blame broadband? Yes, he did. When the printing press was invented, the, the subsequent years is where, you know, the Reformation happened and, and um, uh, a lot of kind of uh, religious cults formed. Uh, for similar reasons, suddenly everybody who who had a belief was able to, you know, like there were all these apparently there were all these kind of mathematical 
uh, um, theories, uh, you know, seven days and the seventh day this will happen. And there were loads of people waiting for the end of the world that didn't come, come along. And a similar thing has happened with the invention of the internet. You have a kind of a, almost like a naturally rising um, cult, uh, which is based around the idea that uh, one, one sex is, is actually not real. Uh, it's something that can be changed or uh, something that doesn't matter. And uh, I'd go with the second one that it doesn't matter as much as they really, really, really want it to. No, it does matter. It, it matters to a woman walking home at night. It matters to, uh, you know, a, a woman on a swim team who has to race against a, a, a man who's like twice, got twice her muscle mass and, and strength. It matters. And I just wonder how much this guy cared about uh, women's swimming prior to um, any of this uh, moral panic. Uh, yeah, I had to write the book just to make sure they know that it's not, what's happening is not standard. It's a strange thing, and it at least needs to be addressed. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Part of the problem at the moment is that no one's even addressing it. It's like, oh, this is normal. It's not Except normal. Except for the, the governing bodies at the highest levels of all these sports are actually looking into these matters and trying to make the right decision. And also, if there's, if there's going to be such a massive change in um, the way we think about men and women and the way we think about uh, single-sex spaces, it, it has to have a discussion. But, it, but it's been skipped over. The discussion just has been skipped over. And in fact, anyone trying to even have the discussion is painted as a bigot. That's it, yeah. So, um, so well, no, it did, like, how are you trying to have the discussion? Like, what is what are the, like, the parameters of the discussion you're trying to have? That's what's important. It isn't, it's not that you can't talk about it. It's that, how are you talking about it? Who are you talking to? That's the kind of... Um, uh, reason I've done everything, really, you know? I think, yeah, I, I think, you know, you say it hasn't happened before. I think it has, but not necessarily in the mainstream. I think, I mean, the Stasi would have done things like that. Uh, the Wait, what? The Stasi? Did he? He didn't just. And, and before anyone, oh, sure. people are going to say I'm comparing trans people to Nazi. I'm not suggesting that. I know everyone's going to get angry, but mm. they, they did, you know, untermention and the, those kinds of words they would use to describe the Jews. And those kinds of things do happen. Words start to change meaning, but that's what, sure. what that's the kind of fuck? Stuff. Well, have you read uh, Eric Hoffer, The True Believer? No, I know the name, I think. He, he was like this, I think he was a longshoreman who kind of taught himself wrote in 1953 a book called The True Believer, which is about the nature of mass movements like communism, Nazism, and even Christianity, you know? And there are so many parallels to what's happening now, you know? Uh -huh. Like like one of the things he points out, that Nazis did this, communists did this, and even Christianity did this. Uh, they destroyed a family. Apparently Jesus, um, one of one line in the Bible, he says, "I will, I will turn uh, brother against brother. I will turn husband against wife." Uh, and what Hoffer says that means is basically um, Christianity. When it came along, it was uh, enormously, uh, you know, you would ha have these battles between people who, you know, were, were still believing in the old way of things and Christianity, which came along like a broom and collected. You know, sorry, wrong metaphor, but collected all these people. Why was it the wrong metaphor? Um, and uh, maybe, yeah, maybe maybe not done like witches. 
Yeah, I think that's, you see, that's what's happening right now. Uh, I know so many families who've lost daughters because the daughters are taking testosterone against the parents' wishes. Um, no, well, they, 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 okay. First of all, um, my opinion is they lost their son. Um, if the, if the person identifies as a man, but they didn't lose this person because this person is trans. They lost this person because of their behavior their inability to accept this person, their inability to treat this person with uh, compassion, with respect. And, you know, you have these kids who are very vulnerable and they're, uh, they're out in the street, you know, or they're, or they're, they're, they've, they've cut off all contact and it's a nightmarish scenario, you know, but it is, but there's, you could, you could be like, I'm sorry. Actually in common with a lot of other mass movements mm -hmm. in the past, whereby the first thing they do is try and uh, weaken those bonds between family members. Yeah. Well, this oh, is this motherfucker. This motherfucker isn't going to, cause this guy's been covering Scientology, right? This, this motherfucker is probably right here going to bring up Scientology's disconnection policy. Watch. My channel mostly before I haven't done too much about trans. I have interviewed some sort of trans people, um, often the controversial ones who don't go along with a lot of the ideology mm. because, because the ones who do won't come on the show. I keep sure. asking them, they will not do it. Uh, who name them. I'm not a trans person, but the thing he's calling trans ideology is something that I, I generally accept. Um, you should have me on. He understands because they feel like that's their identity. They shouldn't have to explain it to someone who's skeptical. And I get that. But then part of me also thinks it might be because there's a circular reasoning that might be exposed yeah, after no, one or two that, questions. Oh, he didn't go to Scientology. I thought for sure he was going to go to Scientology's policy of disconnection right there. I, I would say, the, I would say, yeah, I'm sure there's a few people who would be very extremely sensitive about their identity. However, I think the vast majority are just, they know they can't defend it. Mm. These positions are untenable. You know, it's like, um, oh, what is it? I, and I'm going to paraphrase here. I remember when Andrew Sullivan challenged Ta-Nehisi Coates to a debate and Ta-Nehisi Coates, response was brilliant. He's like, I have no interest in debating with you, my, uh, basic and fundamental humanity as a person. It was something along those lines and it was just fucking brilliant. And I think that's sort of where people are coming from if Andrew Gold is like trying to get people on to like just defend their, their own basic humanity as a trans or a non-binary, a gender non-conforming person. Uh, I'll give you a good example. If uh, single sex spaces don't uh, exist and uh, a man who identifies as a woman can go into a woman's uh, changing room or whatever it, it happens to be, you immediately um, stop uh, observant religious uh, Muslims, uh, uh, Jewish women from entering these spaces, you know? So there's this kind of weird. Wait, what, 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 are, what, do, um, what do Muslims and uh, Jews in your uh, society, how are, how are they on uh, trans rights? I bet the Jews are pretty, uh, pretty on it. They're pretty like, oh yeah, trans, that's fine. I don't know what the Muslim people in the UK are like, um, but if they're like here in the US, they're going to be a lot more accepting than your average right winger as a group um balance that's not really a balance that oh yeah we're going to destroy women's spaces and we also support muslim people well you, you don't because oh, it's an inversion of this there's an inversion of this this when people would tell me that like a lot of new atheists right they'd be like how can you not hate muslims you're a gay man they uh, muslims throw gay people off the roof and i'm like i go outside and i look around <laughs> i'm like 
which roof in my neighborhood am I about to be thrown off of? Right. And the response would generally be something like, well, if you were in Saudi Arabia and I'm like, well, what happens in Saudi Arabia isn't really a reason for me to be a giant piece of shit to the people in my community. So I don't know what to tell you. Respecting their beliefs on this one. So they don't want to say these things out loud because as soon as you express them, a friend of mine has a brilliant uh, phrase. She says, um, trans rights activists uh, cannot say what they believe on the grounds it may incriminate them, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and it's, it's, mm. it's, I see it over and over again. These people cannot actually articulate their, their positions because if they did, they would be arguing for, for instance, an end to women's sports, uh, you know, an end to uh, women's spaces. Have you ever heard of a phrase, the urinary leash? No. Huh? Uh, the urinary leash it was a, I'm not sure who came up with it, but it was a feminist phrase. And it meant that before there were public toilets that divided into male and female, uh, women couldn't really go far from their house. They were on a urinary leash because once they got to a certain place, there was nowhere for them to go and be safe, you know? They're arguing for that to be brought back. I don't know if that's you know? true. And no one is quite, no, but, but the conversation, the debate can't happen because they pretend that's not their argument. I suppose they, it's their argument. If we were to steel man the argument and make theirs sure. the best it can be. Oh, this ought to be great. He's going to steel man the argument. I hate it when somebody else says, here's the good version of the argument that uh, I have uh, never allowed you to make in my presence. Those women should learn to be as good and worthy and righteous as we are and to recognize that these biological males are now women and so they should be comfortable in changing rooms with them sure but again I actually you know no, the argument is if poll after poll women are just fine with this they're just fine with it like how is a woman supposed to know the difference between you know and i'll use an example of a friend of mine my lovely trans friend debbie hayton oh she's been on the, on the oh, show uh, yeah, yeah i thought you might have spoken to uh, <laughs> debbie um but buck, how buck is angels the other one that we've had book yeah, yeah amazing person um but how are they how are how are women supposed to know the difference between debbie and andrew miller who has just been arrested for um picking up a 11 year old girl in scotland and raping her over a series of days and the judge made a point of saying that the reason this young girl got in the car was because he was dressed as a woman you yeah. know uh, is that even a trans person individuals supposed to know the difference you know the idea that the idea that this is what is this this is this model minority shit right where <clears throat> oh yeah Oh yeah, well, if black people are so good, why did one of them do a murder? And you're like, well, it's because they're people like everybody else, and some people do a murder. Like people on the other side of the argument say, oh, so you're saying that trans people are are going to all do horrible, devious things? And um, I think the response is no, but they'll probably do them at the same rate as biological men do, which is sure. enough. But it's also the question is also what does trans mean? Like, well, that's the, so he's just, he's like, even, even Andrew's a softball of like, Hey, you know, the argument against this is that, that, you know, because there are a, a large enough group of people, some of them are going to commit crimes and it seems that they commit crimes at approximately the same rate as their, um, cis male counterparts or whatever. And he's like, Oh, well, what does trans even mean? You know, uh, 
I think one of the reasons that my cancellation was so kind of universally approved of was because most people thought I was talking about transsexuals, like Debbie. But that's not what's going on. You have people who are fully intact. Apparently, the, the, the number is something like 83%. Oh, he's going to go with this transmedicalist crap now. Identified men are fully intact. And they are demanding the same rights that we have very rightly given to transsexuals for, for years. And it's like, well, no, there's a difference. There is a difference. And the thing that really upsets me is that you see a lot of these kind of um, trans influencers who are as I say, fully intact. And they're encouraging children to get these procedures done. Are they? This is, I think this is bullshit. And there's no such thing as a successful transition. You know, they all come uh, with uh, lifetime problems. If you transition, you're going to be going to the hospital a lot, you know, irregularly. Uh, and uh, that's not, no one's telling these kids this. Yeah, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to do this as well, like my my channel has traditionally focused on cults, Scientology, and things mm. like that, and there are so many similarities again with the words that change and these kinds of things. And I I thought eventually I have to come out and talk. I knew about he it. was going to do this. You know, it's going to lose a lot of followers, and so be it. Eventually, you have to just say, well, and and as you've said, we're not having a go at trans people or this or that. It's just saying how you're on. having a go at trans people. There are certain things that don't hold up to logic, and as soon as you start to do that, you're veering away from truth and science. And I think that is cold. Ooh, ooh, what do what do uh, people? What do scientists who study uh, sex and gender think about this? What is, what is the overwhelming consensus uh, among uh, child development experts, um, people who study human sexuality, or is that not what you're talking about? It needs to be brought up. I think you're right about it. It's an interesting one, though. It's like it's not quite a cult because I believe the definition of a cult needs a leader, and there's no leader here. But well, the, his his definition of a cult then is incredibly outdated, actually. Uh, what I think called a kind of um, confluence of aims, like there's a lot of people who benefit. What the fuck did they bleep out? from the kind of muddiness around terms like trans. So, like, for instance, one of the things I talk about in the book, bloke who called the police on me several times, has sued me twice, uh, is a guy, Stephanie Hayden. And it's his... Did he... He didn't just... Third identity. He's a, he's a long-time con man who... In fact, you might want to cut this bit out because he will try and sue you. Um, but oh. like he, 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 yeah. just, just note to editor, maybe cut the name. Is that yeah, what we should maybe a good cut, idea. cut the name of that person? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, but what he does is, is he, he sends a, uh, uh, a legal document, uh, tries to frighten people. And then a few days later he says, I'll, I'll drop the case for 500 quid. Ah, uh. and with me, he went up to 4,500 wow. because he thought I was rich. Uh, so we said, we said no. And unfortunately at that point, I didn't know about crowdfunding. So we spent a lot of our own money trying to fight him. <laughs> He's like, I didn't know that I could get a bunch of dumb rubes to actually, uh, pay me for this minor inconvenience. Just dropped it. But like, this is a guy who's on the run from people he owes rent to. Uh, he, he was, a, there was a very funny moment in one trial where they were talking about, um, uh, I think it was a conviction that he had. And he said, oh, that was just for passing bad checks in Wales. 
<laughs> it was like it's such a strange <laughs> why is that an excuse um i was just well it yeah. doesn't have anything to do with the matter at hand there are uh, rules i suppose probably in the uk much like the u.s were to bring up uh prior convictions or uh civil <clears throat> like civil civil uh decisions you have to convince the judge that, that, that those are relevant just bad, but like it's a normal thing that people do. Uh, so, so he's a very good example of someone who is using the confusion around this issue, uh, you know, to make money. You know, and there's there's a there's there's several examples of people like this. Okay, so there's several. Like we let's grant that his version of events here is true or mostly true. I'm assuming that he, this may be embellished or whatever. But out of all the trans people that in the UK or whatever, he can come up with several examples of uh, tr people who identify as trans who uh, he thinks are bad or who have done uh, bad things. Oh, okay. I don't disagree. Uh, a lot of the people who are in this kind of, um, who, some of the more vocal uh, trans activists are, you know, legitimately dangerous people. You know, they're legitimately uh, uh mentally unwell some of them you they're, know they're probably the outliers but, yes but maybe the point is I, I guess the point is here i did a i've, I've spoken about this before as well I, i'm like wary of repeating myself for listeners go, i'm not listening to this anymore i've heard it before but i did a poll on my youtube channel mm. what you know are trans women literally and i think i put literally in capital letters yes. to be very clear women are they yes. literally women and 90 percent said no but 10 percent oh. said yes right and that 10 percent are saying a thing that's obviously not true. So I don't know what percentage of those people are saying. What, it when you, but the word literally the doesn't really change the question. It just it just tells us what kind of audience you've cultivated. In maybe a misleading way, or who actually believes it. But what a lot of people in the comments said was, I don't really know, I don't care, but like, well, just be kind, why does it matter? Mm, mm. And I think what you're saying is, if you change these rules for certain people, uh, then some other people who are the outliers, not, you know, you're not having to go at the trans people, yeah. it's people who can take advantage of it. But, even, but having said that, uh, unfortunately, a lot of these outliers are are central figures in the trans movement. Like, the best example I can think of is Amy, a, 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 someone called Amy Challoner. Amy, Challoner's, uh, Amy Challoner was a rising star in the Green Party, was part of Stonewall's um, trans advisory board for years at a time when they were introducing self-ID across society, you know? Um, and Challoner's father uh, w was a who was who assaulted a girl in the attic of the family home uh challoner is now going in a relationship with another whose father introduced him to so his father what the fuck turns out to have been a very dangerous groomer who seems to have kind of wrapped his his adopted son up in all this stuff and, and what you know, the really, fuck really kind of messed them is up this, there's fucking really strong libel laws in the uk this guy's this guy's this is not this is not wise what he's doing here but but that is someone who was right at the heart of the trans movement and is still a moderator on reddit we think uh, you know so that's always going to happen with any movement because the loudest are the most lunaticy. Yes, yes. Especially with this 
issue because this is such a mad, you know, some of the beliefs are so insane that anyone who is willing to go on and, and, and talk, I don't know if you saw, but there was a bizarre uh, debate with Frida Wallace and Peter Tatchell and Helen Joyce recently where, mm. Frida Wallace is, you know, he's, he's just a, he's just a deranged, uh, uh, alcoholic man, you know, just keeps uh, misgendering everyone, <clears throat> every trans person in this, he's been misgendering. He's, he takes photographs of himself being blown in, <laughs> you know, this is all, every time I talk about this, it sounds so unbelievable, but he takes photographs of himself being blown in a dungeon, you know, wow. um, that's uh, legal. And it's like, why is this man even being given the time of day? It's because he's the only one who's kind of, uh, uh, you know, mad enough to say these opinions out loud, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yes, the problem, you know, it's so, it's so far, this person he's talking about, if we take him at his, at, at his word, this person is a trans person who was, um, <clears throat> had a father who was a, an abuser, probably abused them. Uh, victimized someone else in the attic and then uh, handed this person off to one of their friends. The dad did. And this is all. <clears throat> and now they take pictures of themselves engaged in sex acts. And that's, that means this is a bad person. That doesn't make sense. This person is a, a victim. If, if, if his story is true, but then, then, then the, then they're just taken like, pictures of themselves having sex acts with a willing, I assume willing partners. That's just something people do. Not all trans, of course it's not all trans people. If it was, if I was saying that I wouldn't be friends with Debbie or, or, you know, I wouldn't be a supporter of book and people like this, you know, of course it's not, but there are a number of very dangerous people who are using this activism. And, and they're, they have too much traction. Amy Challoner, the person I just spoke about, managed to get Sadiq Khan to change tube announcements from ladies and gentlemen. Wow. You know? So these- it's influence. It's too much influence for people. But what if it says attention transit riders? Are, are we okay with that? I don't know what it would say, but I would say, you know, attention transit riders. There you go. You fucking handled everything. Boom. Because that's even, that's even the fucking, that's even people seeing eye dog. You got that covered. People who are at best, um, disordered in their thinking. Mm. And so like, you know, but then you have someone like Debbie, uh, and Debbie is like respects women's spaces, doesn't use them, you know, is fully transsexual is an actual transsexual and absolutely gets murdered by the same people. Yeah. You know? Well, it, how many times you, you know she, she criticized? There's bigger, there's small differences. Yeah. So why isn't Debbie? Yeah. Somebody in chat said it's the narcissism of small differences. And it isn't always, it isn't always in the context of bigotries. Like the person who is on all these news, I know he does go on news shows and, and Debbie understands. Again, the misgendering. Uh, okay. I have to at the moment. Um, uh, you know, like, why isn't Debbie seen as a leader? But Debbie is not seen as a leader. Debbie is seen as a turncoat and oh, a traitor. That's the worst. Yeah. Well, so, that's what that's what people think. Uh, you can't. What are you gonna just make them not think that? Like, I don't understand. So you know, he gets a terrible hard time from 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 his. You know, from what you would suppose. So now he's misgendering his friend.
his people, you know? But I think it just proves that it's not a human rights movement. It's a political, ideological movement. Does this guy think that human rights movements in the past were not political or ideological? He's like, it's like, oh, we, um, we would like the laws and society changed because we feel that we are being subjected to bigotries, but let's not get political. What? Those people who are on my YouTube saying like, look, I don't really know or care, but what's the harm? What's the harm? What is the simplest for, for those? Cause they, they're not going to know about all the, the real, you know, that's too much. Sure. What's the simplest way of explaining wh why is it a problem? Uh, some of this. Well, uh, what's the, what's, I mean, there's so many different aspects to it that it's hard to just kind of round on one, you know, but like, I don't know. I mean, Book Henry recently interviewed a 22 year old, uh, transsexual who, um, you know, her, his appearance, his, her appearance is, is of his a, appearance, his, her appearance, well, just, just, just use, just use, just use their, just use their appearance. Just fucking. Make every make everything easier on yourself, you fucking ogre. Long hair, lots of makeup, um, and uh, he has just realised in the last few weeks that his doctors lied to him. They said he would become literally a woman. They said that, and he not only he did he believe it, his parents believed it. Ten percent of my audience believe it. Yeah. So, so the like, word, yeah, the word literally there doesn't mean anything. It is uh, designed to make the question more inflammatory. I believe I now has no sexual function. There's no penis. He's a gay man who has had his oh. sexual, you know, life ended at 22. There was another famous, um, there was another famous video, this young woman. And this is the, I mean, it was, it's such a heartbreaking interview, but like, uh, he, she now looks like a, a balding middle-aged man. She has male pattern baldness because that's what the testosterone did to her. She was told that she would become a young, virile gay man. Yeah. And instead she, she has this like, I don't know. Is that, is that, 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 that how, like I don't, a, I don't think this is how medical professionals talk to people in these sets of circumstances, young and virile. no. I'm not, I'm, I'm having a hard time with this. You know, an, an accountant in a sitcom and it was a lie. So, 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 so when people say, oh, what's be kind. If you really want to be kind, you got to protect future versions of these kids who are being told an appalling lie, you know, but you're like, like these are the, the you, these are, these are just like uh, anecdotal accounts another interesting one. I know this is very in the weeds, so to speak, but here's another interesting thing that I just, I found out recently. Gay men have been telling me, a lot of young women who've been told that they're men and they either have double mastectomies or, uh, uh, or they just have. Do any of these gay men that you've been talking to have names? And a masculine appearance or whatever. They are now going into gay spaces and they are uh, expecting gay men to be in romantic relationships mm. there have always been women at the gay club if you even if like if you think the trans uh, men or women they, they've always been at the gay club they've always wanted to freaky dance with us uh one of the gay spaces that this goes on in is grinder 
you know, the hookup app. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Straight men are are predating on those young women on Grinder. So Wait, no, 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 no. This is all anecdotal, unless this guy's spending some time on Grinder, which is fine. People can reject him there too, I suppose. Straight men are joining Grinder, of course, right, to predate on young women for whom the testosterone has not kicked in yet, and so they, and and the way they talk about these women is disgusting, yeah, you know, yeah. and it's like you've got you've got to look out. For, you, I mean, <clears> so there may be kind. there may be men who are mostly straight or identify as straight who are interested for whatever reason in um, uh, pre-op trans men. And they have every right to be interested in that. They're not preying on anyone. If everyone's uh, of legal age and they're, you know, everybody's consenting, there's nobody being preyed on here. He just thinks it's weird. That's what's going on is he just thinks it's weird. You have to be kind. You have to look out for these people. Mm-hmm. You know, well, you have to be cool to be. I know it's such a cliche. You have to be cool to be kind sometimes. If it was easy, to, if everything was be kind, if that's how the best your best results in humanity were achieved, why wouldn't everyone be doing it? Of course yeah. they would. If you raise your children that way, just be kind. That, I mean, anyone who's got kids, I don't, but friends of mine do. If you're just kind to them all the time, no way. They take over everything. They scream as they <laughs> yeah, want to learn. It's like, uh, like a trans adults aren't children. Something like that. So, yeah. so, and, and the road to hell paved with good intentions. I mean, this channel I've got about cults, Scientology. The stuff at the beginning of Scientology is brilliant. Oh yeah, no, sure. It tells all these people, you know, you can actually take control of your life. It's a little yeah. bit like what Jordan Peterson sometimes says, you can be in charge of who but you are. You do, does, does, that, does that make Scientology good or does that make Jordan Peterson bad, right? This guy thinks that makes Scientology good because some of what they say at the beginning sort of reminds him of Jordan Peterson. I think the car's going the other way. I think that if you get, if you start listening to Jordan Peterson and it reminds you of the shit that you heard when they were trying to recruit you to Scientology, I think it's time to get the fuck out of the Jordan Peterson community. Oh, you can do it. The problem is they take it so far that even when you've been violently attacked by a Hollywood celebrity, they say that was your fault mm. because you did that to yourself. Mm. So that's mm. where it goes too far. But these are all like, be kind, be nice. It's taking it too far without actually thinking about the consequences. Absolutely. And, and you know, I remember Tottenham Court Road, there was a Scientology Centre, you may know it. Um, yes. And I remember, you know, getting into arguments with, with um, the people outside and they had no idea what we were talking about yeah. because they, they had not advanced through the various levels uh, to, re- to receive full, uh, what's the word? Um, You've got to get to OT3. O- yeah. o- operating fate in three is yeah. when you learn. So arguing with in- individual Scientologists out in front of a Scientologist center i would suggest to you is just harassment those people are victims of a space alien cult and arguing with them you're not helping them you will not get them out of the cult by arguing with them in front of the fucking scientology center in fact you're going to end up with a the backfire effect Lord Zeno. Yes, exactly. And they were, but they were lower levels. So they didn't know what was all going on. And I noticed the same thing with trans activists who either don't believe or they, you know, you can show them photographs of, of children who have, you know, children like pubescent or just post pubescent children who have uh, double mastectomies. And but wait, by your logic, hold on. Wait a fucking minute. By this person's own logic, uh, 
show walking around showing people those pictures, you're um, showing them pictures of minors. They still, they don't, they don't see it as a, as a, even if they, they either don't believe it's true or, or they twist it. So they say, why are you sharing these photographs of children? You know? Uh, and it's like, it's well, yeah, yeah. If you're, if your logic was internally consistent, um, they would ask you, you would, you would not be showing uh, these kinds of pictures because you are showing the bare chest of a person you would believe to be an underage uh, girl. Yeah. By your own logic. Dressing the issue, which is these kids are, are, I'm friends with um, I'm friends with a guy called Malcolm Clark, who you should interview at some point. I think you'd really get a lot of, out of it. He is a uh, he is an ex producer on the BBC science show Horizon. Oh right, yeah, I know. And uh, I remember Arthur and I were once watching that show, and he I didn't realize you know I only found this out recently, but Malcolm produced the show, and it was about people who believed that they should cut their legs off because they felt this uh, body dysphoria yes. about their legs or their limbs. So they did this. And I remember at the time, Arthur and I were watching the show and it was, it, I, you know, in that dark way, it was very funny because- Wait, what? Person all through the show thinking- talking That's not funny. There's nothing funny about that. That's not, that dark humor isn't, I will laugh at someone who is struggling. That's not dark humor. Dark humor still tends to punch up. It's getting it cut off, getting her leg cut off, oh. speaking to doctors about it. It was all arranged. And then they interviewed him after it was done. And they were like, that was a terrible mistake. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And they suddenly realized. Yeah, there, that is not funny. It was wrong. So that practice was discontinued in every field except pediatric. Uh, what do you how do you say it? Uh, for kids, doc kids, doctors. Kids, doctors. Let's just say kids, doctors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, a pediatrician? No. Wait, what is he talking about? No. They're not like no no governing body was like oh we're not going to let people elect to cut their legs off unless they're kids. That's fine. Nobody's did that. Pediatricians? Uh, pediatricians, yeah. Hmm. So so how did the idea of you can cut a bit off yourself and you'll be happy, how did it survive in just this one area? Ironically, podiatrists do cut bits off you and you're happy. That's true. So That's true. if you'd said that, yeah. I get it, but, but aren't some trans people who have had operations and things pretty happy? Well, this, you know, the, the jury is just out, you know, I, I, on all that. We, we, we have- Well, operation. except we have- we have surveys, we have studies, we have, and it's all self-reporting, but uh, the, the rate, and I, I could be wrong here, but, and I could be like over, uh, no, I think I'm right. I think the rate of um, uh, like regret is, un, is like sub 5%. I think we're hitting the right age for uh, detransitioner stories to start coming in. And there, there are in America, a bunch of uh, cases um, we have Richie Heron over here suing the NHS. Um, I, I, I don't know about that. Where are these happy? Where are they? If he brings up Ollie London, I'm going to scream. You know, you, you look at someone like Jazz Jennings, who's probably the most famous trans person in America, 
Um, and he's morbidly obese. He is not um, lubricating his the wound. Oh, yeah. so it is. It is in danger of becoming infected. It's it's a whole thing. And people who take testosterone, young women who take testosterone. I was told this by a friend of mine, Elaine Miller, who's a who's um, who works with women in menopause. Young women who take testosterone will enter the menopause thirty years too early. Wow. And the menopause is no joke. You know, a lot of you know osteoporosis comes comes with it. You know, and if you have osteoporosis when you're like if you're in your twenties and you take a tumble, you just walk away from it. But if you have osteoporosis, that's your life changed forever. No, so, people who have osteoporosis fall down and don't break bones. It's not that's not really what what that is. It doesn't turn your uh, bones into eggshells like just all of a sudden. That's not. He doesn't understand osteoporosis. No one realizes this. I don't know if you, you may not have noticed this, but if you ever want to follow up on this, I'll, I'll show you some of the evidence I have. But you look at various um, trans uh, protests. A lot of these kids have walkers. A lot of them have walking sticks. What? You know? Oh, get it the fuck out of here. No? Really? Yeah, because they have osteoporosis. You know, they have the bone density just plummets, you know. And and another thing that happens is like I've 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 heard so many uh, testimonies of women in their twenties who've had to have uh, hysterectomies because another thing that um, testosterone does is it fuses uh, the ovaries to ooh, I can't remember I, I don't want to say this wrong and get in trouble so I, I'll be vague about it, but it fuses the yeah ovaries. I don't I don't want to uh, get anything incorrect or speculate. Some other part of your body cervix maybe and um that becomes diseased and so you have to have a a, a a hysterectomy so you get women in their 30s who are who are just now thinking they might want to have a kid and it's all over oh, and you only get one you, i mean i know everyone says this all the time but you really just do just get one go of it of it yeah they're 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 talking about these these procedures and these irreversible uh, um, interventions as if it's getting a tattoo. You know? They need to be better informed if they are going to do it. Exactly. Much better informed. Exactly. And, and at the moment, the people who are trying to inform them are being monstered. Their books are being hidden. Like, you know, I don't know if you know Helen Joyce, but her mm -hmm. book, Trans, you couldn't find it anywhere. They put it, they, they, they put it in the stockroom. They say they don't have it, you know? You yeah, have, that's what bookstores do. Did you know that? Bookstores are going to order a bunch of books and then not put them on the shelves. That's, that's how a bookstore works. I actually don't have a problem with bookstores and libraries carrying these people's books. Um, I think that they should carry these books if they want to. Um, but they're not hiding the book. They don't, they're not like, oh, we're going to buy these and we're just never going to sell them. You have like, uh, you know, Helen was wrote a piece about it today and she was saying she met a presenter of Woman's Hour or something like that who said, oh, I'm sorry, you couldn't be on the show. And she said, I wasn't asked. They said, oh, they said you weren't available. So you have staffers who are telling the bosses that, oh, yeah, she can't do it. You that know? said, I did email Helen Joyce to do this, and I haven't heard back. So she might okay. have a problem with her email. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe <laughs> it's that's going to her junk or something. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. But yeah. Well, I'll recommend, I'll say. Please do. Yeah, I'd, I'd yeah. like to talk to her. And then oh, somebody in chat stop. just mentioned that bookstores, they don't, maybe that could be true. They only have a certain amount of floor space. So maybe some of the stuff ends up in the back because they're rotating stock. Or maybe just putting stuff on the shelves that they think is going to sell. 
a good one. I, yeah. I, I think it was one of them. It might have been someone completely different. So f- forgive me who, if it was someone else who, who sure. said this. But um, they were saying, it, I think in Japan that they didn't have until there was a magazine article. This might be complete bollocks, everyone, but there was a magazine article, I don't know when, 20 years ago, talking about America and the problem with Sure, yeah. And what? then suddenly in Japan, it went through the roof. Yeah. Um, and that a lot of people are suggesting this is my, what might be happening with, with trans social contagion with kids. Uh, oh, yeah. And, 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 you know, there's a lot of parallels with, you know, like if like you- what? <clears throat> what are they bleeping out here? Like you see photographs of girls post-surgery, post-mastectomy, right? And you can see these faded uh, lines all over their arms because they're self- Oh, so you can look at the double mastectomy as just the latest in a long line of of of, of cuts. They've done they they would say if I steal man here, they would say I was because I was so unhappy in my body and I needed the change. Sure, but again, the idea that you cut parts off of yourself and it will help a mental problem that you have is so bizarre, and and we've kind of sleepwalked into it. And we, you know what I mean? It's like. We, this guy, they, they act like um, uh, child development specialists, uh, people who are experts in human sexuality, stuff like that. They never, nobody ever thought about this stuff. They haven't been very thoughtful about it. They're like, ah, let's just, uh, let's just make it up as we go. That's not what anybody, that's not what people are doing. Unfortunately, it seems that like it will only be through these court cases that people will begin to say, maybe we should look at this a bit better you know i think one of the, the biggest problems i have with with this and why i want to speak out about it as well is i, I consider myself a feminist i'm a quiet feminist because i don't think men I, you know when men shout about it too much they sometimes they're sh- i've been to rallies at abortion rallies for example where the men are shouting over the women she says i'll yes. talk about this yes, and i yes. find that really annoying but a quiet feminist and i i i really am impressed by women in my life who, who are incredibly impressive and strong and what doesn't really work for me is this concept of um i feel like i am a woman and i say okay well what does that mean i've never ever and i don't want to just parrot matt walsh because matt walsh uh has has some views that are very much further to the right than mine but in this aspect i've never heard a proper answer to that what is a woman and what is it that you feel like please i really want to understand what is it because if it oh justin freaking has a good good one of these and it's it's imperfect but it's a person who identifies as a woman and who will usually display mostly feminine traits no, I don't think it's a perfect definition, but it's it's good enough. I'll take it. Saying it always is. If it is long hair and nails and being a bit silly, then I find that being a bit silly women in my life, my mum, my fiance, my sister, I find that incredibly offensive. Yeah, it's it's. I find I, I still I'm still amazed that people say it out loud. Is that what people it's think? Like, is that what uh, they have long hair and nails and act a bit silly? Like who says that? I don't think anybody's saying that. I mean, you find anything on Twitter, I suppose. I bet people in the manosphere be saying that. You know, can you, like, how much more offensive can you be to say that a woman is is what she wears? I want to steal man it. I know I, I keep saying that today, but I want to know what, no, no, but what do you mean by woman? And then they go, it's a social construct. I go, no, but what yeah. do you mean? What, what feels it? Yeah. What is it? Well, Stuart Campbell. Uh, what if the answer is it's not up to me? The Wings Over Scotland website. He said a brilliant thing the other day. He said someone asked him why you, why, why you know why you bothered or something like this. And he says because words have to mean things yes. or they're just noises. Yeah, you know. And and but what, the, the the words 
texts are also socially constructed and the definitions and uh, the interpretations of words are always changing. They're constantly changing. And what, what scares me about this is when you break down such a fundamental uh, relationship between us and the words we use and reality, then anything is possible. Yeah. You know, the, the, the old quote, those who can make you believe in, in what is it, in, in, I can't remember the exact quote, but... I think I know it as well and I've forgotten it. The too. second half of the sentence is, can, can make you commit atrocities. Oh, yeah. And I think we, we've seen this happen. Oh, those who can make you believe absurdities. Or those who, yeah, yeah, can make you commit atrocities. Re reaction to uh, the Hamas attacks. Um, you know, there's there's like a kind of a there's there's an inability to address it as an atrocity. The even by whom atrocity has it seems to be losing its meaning. BBC refused, didn't they, to call them terrorists? Yeah, yeah. And, like, it's like... Well, yes, Hamas is a terrorist organization, yes. I think that's because when you break down the fundamental relationship we have between our words and and what we, and what we experience, uh, then we lose the ability to adequately deal with some very traumatic things you know i worry about kids in the sense that they must to go to when the bodies are not even cold and people are saying great brilliant that it happened i'm, I'm excited by it happened i'm not so, sure uh, like who <clears throat> i think the only people that thought it was brilliant that it happened were uh, members of hamas murder of of civilians then i don't know i would be very i'm i'm i've been thinking about you know my kids a lot recently because i you've got to wonder how they're experiencing all this you well know? you know it'd be great is if they would talk to you they'd tell you but they don't talk to you <laughs> they don't have nothing to do with your ass so you can only speculate yeah that's really upset me as well you know my family's jewish and, and mm. just to see some of that and to see friends of us you know we've got I've got, I know, and I don't want to sort of get anyone I know in trouble, you know, to, to, sure. to be too specific, but someone I know goes into work every day and friends of theirs, a few people I know have this experience, friends of theirs are all tweeting, the, these are not terrorists, this is what freedom fighting mm. looks like. Mm. The very people that went in... So we're now two degrees separated in your anecdote. People that you know, they go to work and other people at work are tweeting something. Well... Uh, have in their manifesto clear they're not lying it says our idea is we want to kill all the jews yeah so how can you you then as a jewish person like a girl that i know go into her work and sit down next to all these people who are basically saying it was good that these people who have a manifesto to kill you did what they did so that's <clears throat> i'm sorry I, I this is this does this friend of his work at a hipster coffee shop did she overhear all this I just don't know how you go on, but I just have to believe that those people don't really know what they're saying when they said that. Yeah, and I think I, I, part of the reason I wrote a, a little bit about this in the book is because um, you know we we are we are we are serving up to our Twitter followers. Uh, I'm not, but a lot of people are uh, kind of reheated American opinions. Like America basically has a very different relationship with Israel because there's resentment by the left that, that America has always been such a staunch ally, even when, it, you know, Israel has been very, you know, right wing aggressive. or militaristic yeah. or aggressive. Um, well, so yeah, the, 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 the left across the planet doesn't like right wing governments. It's not 
doesn't really have anything specific to do with uh, Israel. It's just that the the left isn't going to like right wing governments. The current coalition running the nation state of Israel is a very right wing, so right wing that American ethno nationalists are looking over there going, well, they got it right. I don't like the Jewish people over there, but they, they have the right idea. And that's uh, interesting. A lot of resentment about that in America, but it's a different relationship that we have here. And so when I see what we've been seeing recently, I think the same thing I always think about all this stuff. These are, we're, we're just copying the Americans. Yeah, you know? yeah. So many of these things, actually. Yeah. You Americans, stop it. Um, <laughs> what, when... when uh, it was at you know going back to you when it was it was because it seems to be getting a bit better. Does it? Is it, it people are sort of being a bit more open about? I mean, Richard Ayoade wrote wrote. I mean, didn't write about that, but he wrote about your book, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I have a feeling that's why you can't be too angry about people not speaking up because I have a feeling a lot of people want to speak up, but but it's just hard to find a way to do so. He got ah. This is this idea. Everyone agrees with me, but nobody's saying so. Sometimes that's true, but it's not true as often as a lot of people would have you believe. Richard got pushback. On Richard Twitter. got pushback, but then I think what happened with him was they realized they were on a, a, a losing uh, one with that because people love Richard. <laughs> well, his, his brother-in-law or cousin is Lawrence Fox, who's not a very popular character yes, right now. that's right. But Lawrence is a, Lawrence is a great example of, of why this is a tragic and awful movement. Lawrence isn't a political you know, analyst, he's an actor, yeah. uh, but he can't act because no yeah. one will let him, no one will hire him. And so I think he's, <laughs> you should have just stopped after he can't act. I don't know who this person is, but that'd have been funny if he'd have been like, well, he can't act and then just stopped. <laughs> I, I, I really feel for Lawrence, you know, I, like I, I, I did notice as well that the people who jumped on his, uh, recent, uh, 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 what, what, what would you call it? Oh, he called the woman, not shaggable said he wouldn't sleep with her yeah. the people who who but did she up. ask <clears throat> just running around and calling everybody unfuckable is kind of a dick move i'll, I'll cop to doing it <laughs> i'll cop to doing it i'm not saying i'm not saying i've never engaged in that kind of rhetoric but like yeah it's it's a dick move you don't just be like hey you know what i actually wouldn't fuck you it's like all right cool most people are actually not attracted to most other people. If everybody was attracted to everybody, dating would be a breeze, baby. Done that. Are the same people who are arguing that turfs should be cast out and, you know, the same people who are arguing for an end to female sports and women's spaces. Yeah. So it's like they, they switch on this selective outrage when, when they can take down a political enemy. Is he suggesting that people are only outraged by the things that they're outraged by and that they're not outraged by the things that they're not outraged by? Because that would be, um, uh, true. It was a silly thing to say, though. Yeah, it was. But as I say, he's not. He's an actor. He should be in a rehearsal room, making his making the other people in the room yeah. laugh with uh, stuff like. So that. he's an actor, but if he's not uh, acting, because no one will hire him either, because he has poor character. Maybe he is. Maybe he's not a great actor. Well, we shouldn't be too mad when he just goes around and essentially sexually harasses people and calls them ugly. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, you wouldn't say in an interview. Um, well, I wouldn't shag of that woman. No, but but uh, but again, Ooh, but he has gone around. He has gone around and called people unattractive on Twitter. He spent a good amount of time doing that. 
And uh, that's all I'm going to say, actually. Both him and that Richard Hanna-Barbera guy are running around Twitter saying, oh, you're ugly. And it's like, oh, dear. Please don't. Let's let, let's not go down this line of discussion. It so many times because it sounds like I'm really insulting actors, but he's an actor. <laughs> actors, <laughs> actors are young, horny dudes who yeah. like, you know, they, 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 you know, they're, they're usually quite good looking. They're, they're, you know, did you add usually to say, suggest Lawrence isn't, or that you don't want to be saying, no, Lawrence, no, I, I think <laughs> he's a friend of a very yours. good looking man. Yeah. Uh, but like they, they, they're kind of lads. They're laddish. A lot of actors are quite laddish. And so that's crazy just, too. Cause <clears throat> some of the, some of my favorite actors, some of them are, some of them are what we'd call classically attractive, but some of the best actors aren't. And it allows them to play roles of people who aren't classically attractive. Like if the role, if the role is about uh, like a fat person finding love, well, you can't cast somebody who society would call a 10 or whatever in that role, just because of societal expectations around weight and uh, beauty. So it actually turns out that uh, not that good actors don't, necessarily have to be uh beautiful just feel for him because i think he's very exposed um he he's a conservative that's fine but like even even conservatives in their daily life they don't broadcast their opinions every day mm. and he's in this position where it's really all he can do because no one will hire him to do anything else i, I, I mean i broadcast my opinions every day and i guess y'all technically hire me to do it but it's like um I could just go back to systems administration or I mean, anybody can go work customer service, all kind of jobs available to people who maybe didn't make it in acting. Ever, has anybody here ever been to LA? <laughs> like, what do you, what do you suppose? Like if you go to LA and you want to be an actor and it doesn't work out, do you just go on is now your job to just go on Twitter and be a bigot? I don't think that's how that works. I think most people who don't find success in acting, uh, turn out, uh, okay. And uh, do a different job. I do think it's a huge tragedy. I think he's a good actor as well. I think it's outrageous what's happened to him. I haven't seen anything with him in it, but I have even heard those who criticise him a lot saying he is a good actor, but yeah. so he must actually be quite a good actor. Yeah, he is. He if, is. If people are willing to admit that when they're on the other side of that argument, he must really be something. Yeah. Um, so that that is a shame. It is. I, I don't know what to feel about anything anymore. It's <laughs> all just a mess, isn't it? Yeah, but but then again, stuff like this is 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 great because you know. A lot of the time, people just don't know what the arguments are. They don't understand the issue. Mm. They think... Well, but that's hear, the problem here, is that you have these two here, people here telling you what the other side's arguments are. And they're either picking, like, the maybe inexperienced people, right? They'll often pick people who are inexperienced with public speaking. People who kind of know what the argument is, but can't articulate it properly because they're inexperienced public speaking. Maybe they're young and just don't have a lot of life experience. Um, maybe they're, you know, justifiably, uh, emotionally worked up. And so they're, some of their critical capacity is impaired by the fact that they're emotionally worked up because they're the target of a moral panic. Um, so they're, what they're saying is that, let me tell you what the other side's arguments are, because when the other side says what their arguments are, well, mostly actually in his case, we just make fun of him weird things that don't sound true and it's like well they are i'm afraid it is happening and you know 
that's what that's why we're getting into trouble because we're addressing very high stuff with very high stakes. If I, I and I have been told by families uh, that I have not stopped. yours. Uh, apparently, only mom still talks to you. Girls taking testosterone and and boys, you know, uh, going through uh, surgery. I've actually, I have been told by some families that that they were able to say. You know, the writer of the IT crowd thinks this is all nonsense and introduce it, <laughs> introduce it that way. And yeah. if I could, if even one of those stories is true, that's, yeah. that's it for me. I'm, I'm so happy to be doing it, you know? And the guy from The Office as well, he's helped with that. The guy from The Office? Gervais. Gervais, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, he's just kind of dipping his toe in, really. I mean, I mean, you know. Oh, he's, I know. His entire specials, the last two, have been entirely translated no you're right you're right sorry I, he doesn't I, get the same flack though there's another one as you and jk maybe people again don't it's because of what you said he, he doesn't he's not really seen as a lefty exactly Although, again he's animal rights he's in he's a feminist i think he's so he is really maybe gervais gets away with it because he's just so i don't know i i have a joke where i say you never go to a poker room and hear someone say you know harry got misgendered you know there's a certain group of people who just don't give a fuck and they're not affected by I bet most people who play poker are probably all right. By this stuff. The the people who are damaged by this are the people, are the very people you want to protect. Social workers, NHS workers, uh, you know, female comedians. These are the people you want to protect, but they're the ones who get hurt by it. Yeah. Oh, I bet women in comedy have a lot of empathy for trans women. The women I've talked to, not a whole lot, but the women I've talked to who are in comedy are uh, generally uh, fairly progressive and uh, also really, really just don't like bigots because women in comedy are the, the butt of a lot of jokes. Just by virtue of being women in comedy at all, they're oftentimes disrespected. <clears throat> it's assumed they're only on the bill because they're a woman. Um, I've heard all of this from women in comedy. Um, I only really, really know one woman who does comedy uh, regularly. She's a black woman. And the shit that she deals with. Oh, my fucking God. Maybe I should have her on to talk about it sometime. She'd probably do it. I can tell it's like, it's, there's, have you heard the phrase peaked? Do you know peaked? No. What, what, what? Uh, that's a kind of good sign that I haven't been peaked. Because, because <laughs> what we call being peaked is the moment where you realize how bad this is and how uh how high the stakes are like red pilled yeah i guess that's the version of that yeah Ooh, but yikes red pilled you say that means that could mean any that means it certainly don't mean what it means in the fucking um in the, in the fucking matrix anymore does it red pilled generally means you're like a conspiracy theorist you've been like red pilled on you know maybe something uh, more, more mundane like chemtrails but it's also the the movie The Red Pill is about the men's rights activist movement. But uh, we call it peak trans. You hit peak trans, uh, and it's like when you just suddenly and and once you've been peaked, you can't really go back. And it's kind of a lucky thing for you that you're not peaked because I think if you were peaked, you would be doing these interviews all day yeah well you, the thing is you can't you can only care about so much can't you you know otherwise it would be like i'd be going oh israel's oh but the trans thing and then what about yes is bill gates putting things in the water maybe i don't um, know no my decision was well to, well wait a minute no but what do you mean is bill gates putting things in the water what the shit is why 
Has he had somebody on who thinks Bill Gates is putting things in the water? We're gonna have to take him. We're gonna have to take him. Maybe maybe we'll go on an Andrew Gold arc for a couple of weeks on this show. I'm sure HK would love this chap. What do you think, HK? HK would love this guy, right? Focus on it because um, no one else was. Or, or when I say no one else, there's lots of brilliant women who are obviously and organizations that are fighting it, but there was no one. Uh, who had the kind of level of I did I I started talking about this before J.K. Rowling came out, so there was no one who had the same uh, platform or or access to a large amount of people, and I thought my celebrity would help get the word out and stuff. Uh, so, you know, I I I I think it's so important that I won't stop talking about it until more people start talking about it. Yeah. Then I f I'll feel I can relax a little bit, you know? Did, did it just dry work up for you? Sure. I mean, I now, I, I, you know, I just can't be guaranteed of any work because, like, you know, a producer might phone and say, love you to write on this. And as soon as one person in the post room says, oh, he's a bigot, then they go, who is he? And they panic and they, and they get rid of you. So or maybe they take a look and they go, oh, well, thanks for uh, letting me know. I'm not going to say who there's another, um, another, uh, podcast, another podcaster sort of in our space. <clears throat> and on their show, I heard an ad for the Andrew Gold show. And I just, because they're good people, I just reached out and was like, Hey, you know, you, I heard this ad. Um, I know you don't, you know, you don't handpick the ads, but I, you know, if you want to take a look, this guy just recently had uh non Oliver on to make fun of trans people. And they, they, they were very, kind back and they were like oh well i'd use the word kind so i think you now know what podcast i'm talking about you know the the only way i could fight this was by growing awareness of the issue so that if i ever do get work and the post boy says he's a bigot someone can go well actually no he's trying to do this and this and this and blah 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 so uh but why is it yeah. somebody from the, the the post boy does he mean somebody in the mail room or is there like is that a different is that just a, a ukism that i don't understand if he means somebody in the mail room <clears throat> had to go tell the booker that this guy's a piece of shit that's odd but it's also i think there's if that's what he's saying i think there's a bit of classism here too because he's like well somebody who's a lower class than me has uh, told the the, the booker for this or the person or the showrunner uh what to do uh, it has it's been it's been dry but luckily substack has been a lifesaver you know for so many people yeah oh god bless substack yeah. you know i mean they put me on a, a, a they put me on an adults only list so i wasn't getting <laughs> in search results sounds like you're sending nudies or something i know it's like it's like they uh, well, no that's no different than you come to my channel you're not going to see nudity here but my channel does warn you of what you are going to see here, and that's fine. And, you know, when they're caught, they're like, oh, it was a mistake. But, you know, it's hard to know, really. Yeah. There are, I feel like I want to be to do that BBC thing. Of like, there are other uh, paid-for members' pages as well as Substack, as, such as Locals and uh, Patreon. <laughs> right, yes, yes, yes. But Substack has just got a nice, elegant interface. It reads, you know, it, 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 everything looks very professional. Yeah. It's a Substack nice is just a WordPress clone. It's nice little... Uh, platform. I really yeah. love it. I got into locals. That's my one now. Okay. Because you can still do the newsletters. But oh, he's on locals. That's not shocking. Do like video live streams as well. Talk to your people. They can. How talk. many people are, do you get get to on that? I've got 
10,000. Okay. 10,000 there. I only started it last month. Okay. And they don't all pay, though. It's only right. like, if, if 10,000 paid $5 a month or something, it'd be sure. all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so they're not that all paid. That would be really nice. But um, was there, I'm just suddenly in my mind now, Did I didn't actually watch the IT crowd. I, I watched Father Ted. If, if I loved it. I, I didn't not love IT crowd. It's just I was at that age when I was like out and about then. Sure. I wasn't watching TV anymore, you know, when you're in your 20s. Yeah. Um, was there an episode to do with trans? I, I remember hearing yeah. somebody said, oh, we shouldn't have done that. Who said that? Oh, it might have been Matt Berry. I think Matt, it was Matt Berry. Yeah, one of the things they like to do <clears throat> is um, when they're speaking to someone like Matt, they like to throw in that question and get and get people who I've worked with to to you know turn me in, so to speak. Uh, Matt actually rang just after the interview appeared and apologized. Did so, he? Yeah. So you know, I was really thankful to him for that. Wow. Um, but funnily enough, that whole episode. He was like, I'm sorry about the true things I said about you. Matt falls in love with a trans woman is based on a true story. Uh, <laughs> you may not even remember him. Des Lynham. You know oh, yeah. This? Yeah. Moustache. Yeah. Uh, pundit. Uh, Des Lynham, apparently. Is he, is, he, is, not, is he about anymore? I, I'm not sure if he's dead or what. I think he's around yeah. then. <laughs> but the story goes that he was having dinner with this uh, trans woman. She put this in her biography. She said, uh, at one point, um, you know, I used to be a man. And Des apparently went, I don't care. <laughs> Just kept eating. <laughs> and we were always so impressed by that, that we thought, uh, you know, I, I never forgot it. And, and when Matt Berry came along, I thought that'd be a funny thing to base an episode on. That I can see. Sounds like the person you based the episode on was pretty cool. He was like, all right. <laughs> IT crowd, really. Yeah, I mean, I know that the, the actors there are just my favourite comedy actors of all time. So I don't oh, know good. why I haven't yet. Yeah, but uh, Richard Iwadi, Matt Berry, uh, Chris. Um, yeah, they, it's them at their funniest. You know, Christ, they're so good. Those guys, and I can imagine Matt Berry doing that. Yeah, the oh, voices he God, does. He's hilarious. He's hilarious. <clears throat> you know, but Matt has to prepare. Has to protect himself and and got got yeah. kind of. You know, I had to make this statement, but um, but but if it know. went down like the story you said, there's a, why would anybody have to protect themselves if you just went, oh, okay. Like if you watch the episode, it ends with him howling her her name because he realizes he because he they, he kind of lets her go and and he realizes what he's lost, but they ignore all that stuff and they focus on something they can use to portray yeah. you as a bigot, you know, so. That's what it is. J.K. Rowling's book, apparently, there was a, a cross-dresser in the book, mm. and uh, they used that as well. Apparently, it had very little to do with the narrative. Absolutely. It was just someone put on a... Put on a yeah, are they uh, talking uh, about the book that she recently wrote where she didn't put her name on the book? She wrote it. She like wrote it under a pen name, and everybody figured out it was her. I think they're talking about that book. A woman's coat or something. They are desperate for dirt against against uh, against her, you know? And none of it stands up, you know? She's Which, like impeccably... Uh, good-natured, uh, you know, everything she says about trans people is very She's generous. actually pretty mean on Twitter. She's pretty mean. And uh, and compassionate. Um, but it doesn't matter, you know? She stepped outside of the permitted viewpoint. Yeah. The woman, the woman who made a point of saying Dumbledore was gay in her mind is now a bigger. I just, I... I yeah. But you cannot have a problem with cis gay people and be a transphobe. Eaten in the street by a man 
Yeah. You know, uh, just beggars, but that—that's what really gets me. Do you know her? Are you—are you friendly with her? You met her? No, no. She's kind of uh, she rolls her own hoe, if that's a phrase. <laughs> it just sounds like you said her name in a different way. It sounds like I called her a hoe, yeah. uh, which is terrible. Um, uh, no, she's she's she never really particularly uh, engaged with me on this. Okay. Um, yeah. I think she sees probably sees it as a woman's issue and wants to sure. women. She wants to keep it pure. I think I think it's probably wise, you know, because uh it means that uh <laughs> you know, my my thing is I refuse to be uh told how to speak about this issue because, you know, I'm I'm very secure in my stance. So I you know, like something like um you know, Sam Smith, his pronouns, the being they them. I, I will laugh about that for days. I've, I, yeah, I've got why? Sam Smith, why can't you just use they them? Oh, Sam Sam Smith, way way more famous than you. Way more talented. Because I, I I really hate what. It, the thing is, there is unfortunately a, a wrong stereotype about gay people in the gay community. You know that used to come about that they were into children, and mm. you know, and that's horrible. Mm. But then you got some. But now we're going to map it onto trans people, and uh, actually, it's actually going to spill right back over onto the gay people again. But it's fine now. Him, who does not represent the LGBT community or whatever it might be, who goes around wearing like Teletubbies on his yeah. knees and children's things all over him. He's got a tattoo of a of a young boy looking in the mirror wearing underpants. Like, who who is that for? If not for children to find your body in some way? Wait, I, what? I really have a problem with with yeah. Sam Smith. Yeah. Well, you know, like he seems extremely influenced by what you quote unquote queer culture, and queer culture is based on a lot of very dodgy uh, uh, academic, uh, you know, people like John Money, who is an awful abuser of children. And but the <clears throat> queer culture is bottom up, not top down. Queer culture is not about what's going on in academia during the uh, gay rights movement. It's about what's going on in the streets during the gay rights movement. Michel Foucault, who, oh, yeah, know, yeah, uh, and uh, and a lot of other people who who seem, to say the least, kind of laissez-faire about about relations between adults and children. You know, it's the far left, isn't it? A very far, a very extreme side of the left. Yeah, Wait, what? It's 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 about destroying boundaries. You know, it's like like you know the 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 thinking seems to be that that our world. Oh no, they're trying to they're trying to pull out this uh, LGBTQP thing again, right? That's what they're trying to do right here. They're not going to say it. They're trying to like soft pedal it, but that's what they're trying to do. Heteronormative, and and we need to destroy boundaries between male and female, between child and adult, uh, whatever it happens to be, to make the world more equal or something. But it doesn't really actually add up in the end. It's 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 it falls apart consistently when it knocks up against reality it's great for a bit of academic masturbation but it's not like uh uh it's not a, it's not a way to run a society yeah it's university stuff it, it, you're absolutely it's the right term that you use there yeah um like, okay would you would you ever i mean fraser just came back <laughs> would you ever bring back it crowd i know father ted obviously unfortunately the actor passed away um yeah but we i wrote a musical and they're just sitting on it you know? oh, oh, that's right. Of course you did. Yeah. Songs. Why would, why, <laughs> why would, I, why would, why would the community around musicals maybe not be so into this anti-queer bigots musical? Um, There's got to be a TV channel though. If you did a TV, you know, in America, 
It's got to be like a fox thing that would take it. No, they, they're sitting on it. They just refuse to let me have the rights to, you know. Yeah, Fox it. is known for their musicals. They're just sitting on it. It's like preemptive cultural vandalism, you know? And like, you know, I don't, I don't know what they're waiting for. I mean, I, I, I keep thinking this, I must do this, but I must put in my will that they're not allowed to make it if I die. Because I think that's what they're waiting for. <laughs> they're gonna, they'll change bits or, or what, you know, take yeah, out Yeah, I'm going to put it in my will. You're not allowed. Yeah. You're not allowed to have it, you know. Where can, where and when can people get your book, Tough Crowd? Oh, all right. Uh, we're yeah, going to, we're going to get, we're not going to watch the, the pitch part. So they mentioned Kelsey Grammer at the end. Uh, Kelsey Grammer is a conservative, uh, but I don't see him running around saying there's wild shit. His show came back because people liked the original Frasier. The original Frasier was a, um, a sexist mess, actually. Um, there were very few women in Frasier who had any agency, except for his, um, I believe, his producer. But she was a queen bee, kind of, right? She was kind of a, for lack of a better term, she, her the point of her being there was that she was kind of a bitch. And that's, I, I don't like really using like those kinds of words, but that was sort of the point. That was her, I think that was her name was Roz on the show. And that was the point of her being there. But Kelsey Grammer, you know why he gets fucking work is because he just doesn't go around saying a bunch of froggy shit all the time. Uh, he's uh, probably a Republican and um, he's managed to make it in Hollywood. So I have a feeling maybe that he hasn't been shitty to any gay people. Maybe he isn't anti-gay or anti-trans i don't know for sure but it could be that uh he's a can maybe he's a moderate conservative who isn't involved in culture war shit and uh it's maybe served him well maybe i don't know i don't know that much about kelsey Grammer, but that might be why he got his uh show to reboot is because he's not out there wiling out talking shit all the time he maybe understands that he lived, he's lived, you know, he's getting older. He's lived a good life. He's had the finer things in life and uh, that the world has been good to him. And maybe he just mostly goes about the business of shutting the fuck up. So I hear from chat that he endorsed Trump. That's not great. Uh, I don't, I don't like that. But somebody else in chat just mentioned Roseanne Barr, who's out there wiling out and she's not going to get any work. It just goes to show maybe that the their, their little myth about Hollywood isn't exactly what they think it is, right? If Kelsey Grammer can go out there and endorse Trump and uh, still get a show. And the show's pretty popular. The reboot's pretty popular. Maybe, maybe just maybe Hollywood isn't the monster that they think it is. And um, maybe I shouldn't look more into Kelsey Grammer because I might find out some shit. Who fucking knows? Anyway, that's been the uh, podcast version of the show. We did go a little long, but we were almost to the end of this and um, we're going to definitely be taking a deeper look into Andrew Gold over the next couple weeks. Uh, might even do another one of his interviews uh, during the post game. Uh, thanks everybody for hanging out during the podcast part of the show. Um, if you're listening to the pod and you want the post game, uh, you might be able to find it for free over on our Twitch channel where you would watch this live at twitch.tv slash Echoplex Media. Um, because I know I'm not DJing tonight because we're going to raid Star at the end of the show. Um, but if you'd like to support this project and just get the, um, the whole podcast in your inbox every Thursday, you can go to patreon.com slash echoplex or eplex.store, sign up at five bucks or more, and you get, you get it every day. You just download it and watch it wherever you want. You could even archive it if you want, save it, cancel me one day for some dumb shit that I say during the post game after I've been drinking. 
So live viewers, stick around. You know the drill. Um, I'm going to change the contents of my beverage, uh, change the uh, colors of the lighting in this room, and we're going to go into the post game. This is, as always, Boomers by Periscope.
Every Saturday is Catterday on Echoplex Media, and not only are we posting fucking cats, we invite all content creators to join our open panel. Visit echoplexmedia.com slash panel to learn how to join. Every third Saturday is Operation Catterday, where we cover this week and last year and play the best clips from the cast of conspiracy characters that Now Space has learned to loathe. The show starts at 8 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv slash echoplexmedia. Find our full schedule at echoplexmedia.com.